Well, the aces are helping Cokie to a party for his former fellow orphans at the orphanage where they adopted him two years ago. Jane visited the orphanage to make the necessary arrangements and found the Mr. and Mrs. Craig in charge now. Sick, severe, and unsympathetic toward the orphan. She ran into several other exciting incidents there, all of which she's about to explain to Mr. Race and Marge as we look in on the living room of the bungalow now. Jane, uh, how are you coming along with that party for Toby? Well, dear, it's a long story. Uh, I withdraw the question. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear it, Jane. You go ahead and tell it. But don't make it too long a story, will you? But, Marge, it is long and touching, too. Oh, a long and touching story. Yes. Well, what's uh, touching about it? Well, you see... I just wanted to know how the plans are coming along for the party. I don't see why you have to drag it out. Because so many exciting things happen. Well, when? Where? Yesterday and today at the orphanage. What do you mean, exciting? Well, in the first place, Mrs. Duffy isn't there anymore. You know, that sweet old lady that... Used to have charge of it. She was the one we talked to when we got yeah, close. Yes, yes, know. Go ahead, then. Well, in the first place, she's not there anymore. In the second place, Mr. and Mrs. Craig are there instead. In the fourth place... Oh, uh, wait a minute. You skipped third place, then. I know. I'm coming back to it pretty soon. Oh. In the fourth place, I know it's a lot of money, but it's the least they'll pay. What? Just a second. What's a lot of money and some of these take? Twenty-five dollars, Mr. and Mrs. Craig. Twenty-five dollars? Now, what? don't fly off the coop, dear. I'll explain it. I told you it was a touching story. I'm touching you for twenty-five dollars. Oh, oh, you're oh, oh, Now, okay. just a minute. Yes, Cokie told us he had twenty dollars saved up to throw this party for the kids. Yes, I know. All but... he wants me to do is to provide the car so he can drive up in style. I consented to do that, but this twenty-five dollars you're talking about. Yes, Jane. what's that for, Jane? The twenty-five dollars. Well, if you'll let me say something, I'll try to explain it. I wish you would. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Craig said they'll rent me the banquet hall for twenty-five dollars. Rand it to you to yes. throw a party for their orphans? Well, I think they'd be tickled to death. Well, I thought so, too, but he said... I don't care what he said. We're not spending $25 to rent a banquet hall. I never heard of such a thing. But I promised him we'd take it. Well, you shouldn't have. How can you promise a thing like that? Well, I thought I was going to find a lot of money. Well, that's a You what? Jane, where did you think you were going to find a lot of money? Well, that's one of the things that happened there. Mr. and Mrs. Cray were talking to me in the office there, and they got a phone call, and they had to go out, both of them. And they left me there alone. Well, pretty soon a door opened, and a little orphan girl came in. She talked real soft, and she said her father and mother used to be very rich, and they buried a lot of money someplace. And she gave me a piece of paper with the directions how to find the money. And she said, when I find it, she'll give me half, but not to tell anybody. So that's where I thought I was going to get a lot of money. Isn't this awful? What happened? Was the money there? No, it was just a joke. A joke? Yes, Pokey told me about it afterwards. All the kids call her Mrs. Astorville. They call who? This little girl? Yes, because she acts like she's got a lot of money. She plays a joke on anybody that comes there, Pokey said. But how could I tell? She did it so good. She's a regular actress. Well, I bet she's as good as Norma Schiff. Or Joan Crawford. Oh, or, well, anyhow, Rochelle Hudson. Oh, she is. <laughs> yeah, she sure pulled the ball over my eyes. And you don't have to sit there thinking you wouldn't fall for it. I bet you'd have thought the same thing I did. Now, wait a minute. Did you actually go out and dig around for this money? No, I was going to, but Kobe told me about it. 
And when I went back there today, a little boy tried to play the same kind of a joke on me. A little boy? Yes. I was talking to Mr. Craig, and he had to go out of the office again. And the door opened, and this little boy came in, and he started talking to you, soft. And he wanted to give me a letter. Well, I told him I knew the joke now, but he begged me to take it. He was so cute, I took it anyhow, just to make him humorous. Well, what was that? More hidden treasure? I guess so. I didn't even read it. Well, you didn't read it? No, I've got more things to do planning this call. Well, where is it? What? The letter the boy gave you. Oh, in that wastebasket under the desk. Oh, well, let's read it. I'll get it, James. Oh, Marge, this is no time for joking. I've got work to do. Yeah, I'll tell you half. It's going to be worth getting 25 bucks out of me for a banquet hall so Koki can throw a party. But, dear, he's got his little heart set on. Well, his little heart won't be broken, James. It will, too. Oh. This is very important to him. And I think it's very sweet of Koki to want to remember all his old friends this of way. Of course it is. And I was in favor of it. But if it's going to run into big money... No letter here, James. Why? The sausage acid. There's no letter. Oh, I guess Laura threw it out in the oh, trash. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, is it on the floor? I guess so. Don't bother me, Marge. Well, you don't mind if I read your mail, do you, James? Oh, no, I don't care. Now, look. No, 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 no. You look. I don't know how we get mixed up in things like this. This started out to be a very simple party that Koki wanted to throw for those orphans. It is okay with me, and it still is. I told you to leave him alone and let him throw it his own way, but you had a butt in, and the minute you did, things began to happen. Whenever you mix in, we get involved where it costs us. Well, did I know they were going to charge for the banquet hall? Did I know Mr. and Mrs. Craig were there? Didn't I think Mrs. Duffy was still there and she'd be very glad to let us have the party? Oh, go hire a hall. Well, that's what I want to do if you'll only just let me give me the $25. Oh, there he is now. Oh, you can't turn him down, But, dear. Jane, if we start with this 25 it's going to cost us more and more before this thing's over. Oh, uh, just a minute, and I know he'll just be heartbroken about oh, it. Oh, he'll understand. He can do it next year when he's got a little more money saved up, if he Hello, wants. Mother. Hello, Cokie. Uh, Uncle Ace home? Yes, but he might as well not be. Well, Come on in, Cokie. We were just talking about the party. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, hello, Uncle Ace. Ah, good evening, Cokie. You look good, Uncle Ace. Well, thanks. Never saw you look better. Yeah, well, thanks. Have uh, a cigar, Uncle Ace? Uh, cigar? I yeah. brought it just for you. See, I even remember the kind you smoke. Yeah, well, I hate that you shouldn't be spending your money for cigars for me. Oh, huh? that's all right. You'll do the same for me, wouldn't you? Oh, so that's... Oh, what hello, Marge. Marge, coffee talking to you. Hey, this letter is no joke. Jane, who gave you this? What letter? I told you some little boy well, out your... this is serious. This is a cry for help. A what? If this letter is true, why, why, this is pitiful. Well, what is it? Let me see it. Wait a minute. Uh, Cokie, is this a joke? What is it? It's a letter some little boy gave me. You remember I told you about the joke that little girl played on me? Mrs. Asterbill? Yes. Oh, yes. You sure fell for that. But I don't think this is a joke. Cokie, do you recognize this handwriting? What? Look at this handwriting. Oh, printing, huh? Yes, the letters are all printed, but who did it? Do you recognize this handwriting? Who could have written this, you know? Oh, sure. Well, who? Shakespeare. Who? Kofi, this is no time to joke. I ain't joking. Shakespeare wrote that. I can tell the way he prints anywhere. He used to print all the time. Stories. I want you to print a little play we acted out for Christmas. That Shakespeare, all right. Did Shakespeare give you this letter, Mother? Shakespeare? Yeah, did he give you this? Kofi, a little boy at the orphanage gave it to me. Yeah, a little fellow with real blue eyes and kind of curly black hair. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's Shakespeare. 
Because he hasn't you say that. Chase had a beard. A beard? Well, he's only 12 years old. Of course, so he couldn't be. What are they, Shakespeare? I recognize a person. Oh, but oh, stop it, T.T. This is serious. Yeah, Shakespeare was serious all the time. Awful swell, little fella. But he was always thinking. How the hell a day goes by when he doesn't think? What does Shakespeare say in the letter? Well, it's all... Okay, stop saying Shakespeare. How does Jane, Shakespeare... will you leave him alone? But dear, he thinks F-A-K-K-S. Marge, will you please read the letter so we can tell what's up? I'm trying to. Yeah, read it, Marge. To whom it may concern. Yeah, that's Shakespeare, all right. Always using big words. Marge, Toby, will you stop saying Shakespeare? Oh, isn't this awful? Well, don't you think I'd know Shakespeare if I saw him? Yes, Jane, yes, we do. Well, don't tell Toby it is when it isn't. But it is, Mother. Toby, in the first place, Shakespeare had a beard. In the second place, he's dead. Oh, no, not Shakespeare. He's only 12 years old. He's a cute little shaver. Shaver? You mean he shaved Jane, will you... And that goes for me, too. Will you please stop that pattern so I can read you this letter? Yeah, read the letter, Mark. Well, thanks, Toby. To whom it may concern? Yeah. Help. Please help. Fifty orphans in welfare orphanage beg you to save them from starving. Starving? Who's starving? Those kids out there at that orphanage. Who's starving them? If you let me finish this letter, I'll... I can't do that. Who's well, doing that? Calm down and let her finish the letter. Go on, Marge. I'll read it over. Yes. Help. Please help. Fifty orphans in welfare orphanage beg you to save them from starving. Mr. and Mrs. Craig are cutting down on all our meals, and our rooms are terrible. They don't give us enough heat, and they cut They down. are starving. They don't give them enough to eat. He did that. He? Yes. This Craig couple seems to be doing a very good job of making 50 orphans miserable. Isn't this a privately run orphanage, eh? Yeah, a private subscription, I think. Well, I, I wonder who's at the head of it. Mrs. Duffy never did that when she was there, and I bet she wouldn't charge $25 for renting the banquet hall. She wouldn't? No. Because we used to play in it all the time. We had a lot of fun there. They never used to rent it. I guess Mr. and Mrs. Craig don't know the rules. Or they're making up some new ones of their own. They can't do that. Now, just a second, Toby. Oh, go ahead. Those kids are my friends. I know, I know. Now, we'll do something. I've got to do something. What else did you say? Speak some more of the letter, Marge. There's not much else. Um, our rooms are terrible. They don't give us enough heat. And they cut down on our outdoor games. Um, let's see. They say they haven't enough money to do the things we used to do. They don't treat the little children very good. And they hardly ever call the doctor when somebody gets sick. Help. Please help. Help. Please help. There. That proves it isn't Shakespeare. Oh, Jane, will you stop with that Shakespeare? Well, Shakespeare never repeats. And he did. Oh, oh he did. Well, at any rate, the Aces have the lowdown on conditions at the orphanage, and so has Cokie. Just what he plans to do about it and the party, we'll learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.